welcome to Peaceful Ease. We all have the necessary strength and wisdom to solve most of our problems. What we often lack is a quiet space to think clearly and calmly. This podcast is all about tapping into that zone of inner wisdom. My name is Mario Pareca, and I'd like to invite you to join myself and Ela Crane every Monday and Friday. We'll be here to guide you to that endless power and insight within until you learn how to get there and function from there by yourself. This is a journey about being authentic, learning how to trust your instincts, realizing that each and every one of us are not just enough, but also perfect the way we are right now. Hey everyone, welcome to the Peaceful East Podcast. I am Mario Pareca. I'm here once again with Ela Crane, who is the founder of Peaceful East. You can find more about her at peacefulease.com. And you can also email the show at hello at peacefulease.com. So join the conversation. And just to get started right out of the gate on the second episode, I want to piggyback from what we talked about in the first episode, Ela, and that was we talked a lot about the journey. That was something that caught my attention that you talked about and how emotional health and finding peace and, you know, everything we want in our lives. It's more of a journey. So the thing that I thought about, and as we were talking in our general conversation, as we do from time to time, do a lot actually, is when you go on a journey, you have to know what direction to go to get where you want to get. So my question to you is, we're all on this journey. How do we kind of direct ourselves, so to speak, to where we want to go so we don't just end up lost? So there are many factors. I want to talk about another important factor, which is values. So if you know what your values are in life, they will guide you in your journey because they act like a compass. And this compass needs adjusting from time to time as you go through life, as you go through different stages, your values may change, but they're always there as your guide. And most of the time, I used to do workshops on that and do this in a very fun way. And it's amazing. I worked with hundreds of people, adults, and most of the time, people don't have their values set in their mind. So during the workshop, I would say, so what are your values? And people would be like, "Uh, honestly, I'm like, good, but you're just like coming up with it now, whereas I want it to be in your heart. That's how a compass works. It can work in the background. But I want people to kind of really embody it like we talked about in the first episode, to really just not have the knowledge, but live by that feeling. So the first question is, how do you define your values? There are different ways. The first way is you can just Google it. It sounds (laughs) kind of funny, but there are like lists of human values, pages and pages like authenticity, adventure and creativity and curiosity, growth, honesty, love, loyalty, you name it. And you will know what speaks to you most. And then reduce it maybe to top 10 and then the top three, which is the more like mechanical way of doing it. Another option is you can look at people whom you admire because their values will speak to you, they are probably your values. So if you have any mentors, coaches, people whom you find successful and stable, you can see what their values are and move from there. 
The thing about values is I think a lot of people talk about the word. It's like one of those words that's used so much that it sometimes loses how powerful it really is. If you say the same word over and over again, eventually it loses its meaning. And that's kind of the way I see values is because everyone talks about it, but no one really pinpoints. So I love this episode, how you explain it. And to me, I think I love the idea of Googling it because that just gives us some direction on that path, some ideas of where to go. But for me, it's really like what makes me feel good? That's kind of what I think about because it's like, what emotions do I value? And when I think about it that way, then I can think about, you know, what makes me feel really, really good? Like being loved and being able to love is a strong value of mine because it makes me feel really good to both feel loved and be able to give love. For me, another one is connection. Being able to connect with other people in a deep way makes me feel really good. So that's a value I need to live by. If you take connection away from me or love away from me, then I I am in a very bad place. So I know I value those two things very much because I strive for them in all the little things that I do. And I think that that's a way for people to kind of drill down to see what it is that they value is what do you do consistently that kind of drives you that you need to have? Because whether we know it or not, we have values that guide us. We do things to feel certain things and to be in certain places. And the number one, like you said, honesty, integrity, those are the top two things that people typically say that I've heard anyway from being at leadership events or talking to people. And it's like, do you really know what those things mean or do they just sound good? Absolutely. Kind of trusting your emotions is very, very good way of defining values, but you have to also have that sense, connection with yourself to say, okay, this is good for me. Because sometimes we do things that are not good for us, yet they feel good at that moment. So if you have that trust in yourself that you know what's good for you and you can sense that, that's the way to go. That's the easiest way to go. You don't even need to Google anything or do any workshops or attend any seminars. But if you feel like, okay, I need some guidance here. I'm not sure. Some things feel good for me, but I'm not sure if that's the truth for me, if that's my real value. Then you can look into other ways of doing it. And with regards to values being abstract, I totally agree with you. And I would like to clarify, like, for example, for me, my values, my three values are clarity, compassion, and courage. Clarity is number one because it tells me what is what. It gives me this clear view of life and of myself. And then I know why I do what I do. Because if I'm doing things and they don't have a purpose, just, I'm just wasting time. And my second value is compassion. And that gives me the curiosity about everything, about people, about life. I want to experience and I want to meet people who experience things that I don't dare to sometimes. And it also saves me from judgment. So if you approach people with curiosity, you can't judge them. For example, just the other day, I heard about this carnivore diet. I don't know if you know about this, but there are people who eat only meat, nothing else, no vegetables, no fruit, no seeds, no even herbs, like they don't even put pepper on their dinner. And my first reaction was like, oh, that's weird. But then my value triggered and my second reaction was like, how do you do that? And why do you do that? And what is it like? Don't you get bored of what you eat every day? The same thing, meat, 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 breakfast for me. Like, and then I was like, okay, now I'm embodying my value in a way. Like it just, it's there in my heart guiding me. 
And the third value I nurture is courage, courage to act. And that goes with the second value, compassion, because when you have compassion, you're focused on others. So you're not that much in your head. And when you're focused on others, generally, we are braver. Like imagine being a parent, you would do things for your children that you wouldn't do for yourself, you know, to protect them or to give them a better life. You are more courageous because focusing on others gives us a purpose that is greater than what we can imagine. So we get the courage from that. And I get the courage from that compassion, that curiosity. Everything I do, I check if they are aligned with my values, including this podcast, for example. So when it comes to making a decision, these values will guide you again. Now, when it comes to your values, do they change? Like, have those three always been your top three? And will they always be your top three? (laughs) Absolutely not. So you have to tune them. And generally, if you really live by them, you discover different levels, different depths. And at some point, it just becomes automatic. They are there guiding you. And you know that you can upgrade them then. You can change them. And sometimes your circumstances will change and you will change inevitably. And then things will need reevaluation. One thing that I would like to mention when you define your values, there are three mistakes that people often do. One is they choose values that are not inner qualities that they can nurture. What do I mean by that? So, for example, if your value is happiness, that may not be solely up to you. So your happiness depends on things. You can receive some bad news and you will just lose that happiness. But if you aim for serenity, for example or being calm, that's something you can nurture within easier than happiness, or peace, for example, or stability. So when you define your values, as you do it, just make sure that you pick the ones that you are more likely to have some kind of sense within yourself, rather than the things that depend on external situations like recognition, It's not really up to you. And the second thing is do your best. For example, with honesty, where most people say this one of their value, it's really hard to be 100% honest with others because we are often not 100% honest with ourselves. We have all sorts of mechanisms that prevent us from seeing what we don't want to see in ourselves and in our relationships. So unless you become conscious of these mechanisms, and it takes a lot of time and inquiry, it's really hard to aim for 100% honesty. Does that mean you shouldn't aim for it? No, of course not. But just do your best and don't give yourself a hard time. If you discover you're not living by one of your values and you thought you were doing so, well, you know, It's just the human condition. And the third, the last one, do not impose your values on others. We are here, we are all unique, and diversity flourishes any system. So it's good to connect with people who have different values and discover different aspects. And you can perhaps 
make use of that, when you need to reevaluate your values, you will have different examples of different people who live by different values. That's really great stuff. Those three things are really, really good things to consider. I mean, there's just so much there that we could dive into, I'm sure, for another hour or two. But we won't. We'll save it for future episodes. But the one thing I want to ask you from all of that is, as your values change, how often should you go back and reassess what your real values are? Should it be like a weekly thing, a monthly thing, a yearly thing? Like, what typically do you see? So the rule in what I do is that there's no rule. Because, again, I'm serving different people. So how could I say, okay, everyone checks it on a weekly basis. We all have different journeys, different lives. I would say, and this is one of the things I would like to cover again and again during this podcast, is that trusting that inner wisdom. I believe you will get a sense if you listen to yourself carefully, which we don't do often, if you listen to yourself carefully, you will get a sense that, okay, there's some things are going wrong again and again in my life. Or I feel stuck in a certain place and I can't get out. Or I'm failing at the same thing again and again. Okay, what is happening here? Is this the time to reevaluate some of my values? Probably yes. So you can look at your life and see the areas that don't work and try to understand what makes you stuck there. And if you can replace that thing with a positive value that will get you through out of that. I love the idea that you mentioned of nurturing your values and using them as a compass. Because I think that that's such a great way of looking at it, especially with, you know, a compass when you compare it to like today's day and age of GPS that everyone has on their phone or in their car or whatnot. Compasses make so much more sense to me because you actually have to do a little bit of work to use the <laughs> compass and it guides you in a general direction. It doesn't tell you exactly where to turn or what to do or in 300 feet make a left. It just points you in the direction. And I think correct me if I'm wrong, that's what our values do. They point us in a direction. As we nurture them, they get more specific and we start to see them unfold in our lives and create a level of peace and ease and fulfillment and happiness and all of those things within us as we live in alignment with those. Absolutely. I love the way you put it because that's what life does in a way. It's, we are all going on this unique journey, so how could we follow exact directions? And it's good to aspire. It's good to look at people who are there where we want to be, for example. But our journey is different. So take that aspiration, the inspiration, but just make it yours and go on your journey. Don't try to be somebody else. Like I think, as Oscar Wilde said, everyone else is taken. You know, you can only be you. That's it. The world needs you. It needs your uniqueness. And, you know, a lot of people tell me that oh, almost everything's been done, invented, but it hasn't been through your perception, through the way that you internalize it and then communicate that to the world or bring it to the world because we are all 100% completely unique, Ela, as you just said. And I think that that's a big reason why we're here is to express ourselves in our unique way and add that to the world and use that to contribute to the people around us and everything else that's here as one big, beautiful masterpiece. Absolutely. And one final note in the values. 
just come up with your own definitions of each value. Because what, for example, freedom, what it means to you may be completely different than what it means to me. One can think of a self-expression to be a freedom and the other one can think of an open relationship to be a freedom. And these kind of misunderstandings make things complicated in our lives and in our careers and personal relationships. So define them clearly and do this with your partners, with your children, you know, get them discover their own values and see how different you are and how compatible. If you're different, well, that's good because perhaps you ha balance each other. Opposites attract, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Ela, thank you so much. I always love our conversations. You always have such great wisdom and insight to share. And I always walk away with so much to take and internalize and apply to my life and learn. So I want to remind everyone to go to peacefullease.com to get more from you and to also email us at hello at peacefullease.com and we can you know get back to you talk about what you have it's again the podcast is a two-way street we want your interaction we want to be able to help you as specifically as possible and when i say we i really mean Ela because this is her baby but i want to be part of the process and just be able to learn and listen to these conversations because i love conversation and i love to grow and that's Part of the reason why I'm here because Ela is helping me grow as I get to communicate with her in such a beautiful way. And it's just a really, really fun thing. So connect with us, peacefullies.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Ela, do you have anything you want to leave people with before we sign off? Yes. And it's absolutely we because I wouldn't be here without you, Mario. You are the reason why I started this podcast and I'm grateful for it. And finally, I just started an Instagram account for Peaceful Ease. If you find these conversations useful or the questions or the inner pilgrimage, the way I like to call it, just subscribe or follow us on Instagram and you will get kind of insightful question every day. Love it. Ela, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to the next episode. And I want to remind everyone, peacefulease.com and subscribe to the podcast. And we'll talk to you next time on a brand new episode of the Peaceful Ease podcast. Thank you for listening to the Peaceful Ease podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with friends and family. Remember, the bigger the support, the more fun the journey becomes. If you'd like to get in touch with Ela, you can reach out to her at peacefulease.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be kind to yourself.